This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Brand new uh, episode, the end of the week. It's a Friday. We reserve Fridays for football around here, particularly in the summer. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. Got a really big show for you today, everybody. The Moose is with us. He's in the uh, NHL's Bermuda Triangle where he continues to work and broadcast the Canadian Little League Baseball Championship. Um, I'm here in Calgary. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network. I might add 300,000 homes in the beautiful province of Alberta alone on TELUS Channel 924. Also, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, podcast and YouTube Live. Coming up on the program today, CFL on TSN panelist Jim Barker. He's right after Moose here in segment two. The guy that's become our football analyst, Matt DeBuck from the Cardinal Gibbons High School, three-time state Florida champions. He wants to talk CFL football. And Moose, he's, he says to me all the... Uh, not all, but a lot of the football people have turned on him. They're texting him saying, you're media now, DeBuck. You're media now. Pick a side. <laughs> and he's very clearly chosen the media because uh, this you can, you can sleep at night. No problem sleeping when you're in the media. And uh, Ryan Ballantyne's going to be with us in hour two. Podcaster, blogger from 3downnation.com. He covers the Calgary Stampeders. Chief Punk, as I like to call him. Ryan Ballantyne uh, here in Calgary of the Stampeders media and james junquist will be with us later on in hour two he is a now retired harness racing driver now an announcer we got racing this weekend racing every weekend here at century downs he's going to join us to talk about that so <gasps> take your breath rod what's up with you moose before we jump into uh everything else um it's a great morning another great morning um i don't know if you saw on the socials had a chance to watch the game last night with craig smith our director of scouting yes um at his wonderful home with him and kathy that was just a great night wonderful treat and uh yeah everything is uh, rock solid today well then i will quit mickey mouse and then we'll jump right into it can you hit the quick six show horn please director jordan our director of scouting craig smith is the guy that his living room looks like nasa He's got 18 screens up every football yeah. game imaginable. So, like, what am I talking about? You watch football all night with a two-time Grey Cup champion and a football scout. So, I will tell you that our text line is open right now for uh, EMJ Marketing. EMJ Marketing text line 902-518-3033. If anything tickles your fancy as we move along, uh, you have co- questions, comments for any of our guests, we would be more than happy to pass them along. EMJ Marketing, providing the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. We got NFL to get to, Blue Jays, NBA Canada had an announcement. 
and uh, just a whole lot more. But number one, we will open with the week nine in the CFL. The lid lifter last night was Brady Oliveira and Dalton Schoen. Each had two touchdowns. Kenny Lawler and Nick Dembski added their own, and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers routed the BC Lions 50-14. to It was viewed as payback for BC's win in Winnipeg in June, 30-6. to BC's top-ranked defense had only allowed five touchdowns through their first seven games before last night, and they blew it open. So I was saving this joke because these guys were talking about it here. Kevin, the medium's here. Serena's here. Karen's here from Century Downs. We were going back and forth between Jaws 3 and then Jaws on the AMC channel and the CFL game. There was a mauling in both shows. <laughs> Am I the only one that finds that funny? How about that? There, nobody's laughing. The Lions got mauled. And so did the people on the beach at Martha's Vineyard. So it, it was ugly, man. My, my point is, it was 14 nothing by the time I turned on the game. Winnipeg came out mauling the BC Lions. It was ugly. Yeah, they didn't wait um, to methodically put the game plan. They went right for the throat right away. And right. Zach Caleros was accurate with the deep ball. Um, I think the BC secondary was uncomfortable. All night, Kenny Lawler and, and those receivers. You talked about Dembski and Sean, but Lawler had a hell of a game. It was it was payback. It was it was a statement game from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, well, let's dig into it a little more. As a matter of fact, I got to uh, I'll tell you a little bit about Key Auto Group in a moment. But that's their poll question today. Our poll question is, who is the best team in the Canadian Football League? Because if you go and look around the power rankings, it's been BC for a long time. And then Winnipeg just, they wailed the hell out of them, 50-14 to 14 last night. And then you got the Toronto Argonauts, which we're getting to. They're here in Calgary tonight, Friday night football in Week 9. And they're off to their best start since 1935. So that's the poll question today. Who is the best team in the Canadian Football League? Key Auto Group, driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. Uh, I'm just looking up what they're saying on Twitter right now. And Clark, I know we just posted it not that long ago, so we might not have a big sample size. 71% of respondents are saying the Toronto Argonauts are the best team in the CFL. Uh, here in week nine, 24% saying... The Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So I don't know. As Zach Caleros looked on point last night, and I understand BC was playing their backup, Dane Evans. I, I don't know. Is BC a different team with Vernon Adams? Quarterback? They nobody was making excuses for BC last night coming out of the game. They were just bad because their defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. They couldn't. They couldn't. And that you're right. Um, they shouldn't be that much of a drop. There shouldn't be that much of a drop-off. I think there are a different team with Vernon Adams. He's a different quarterback. But Dane Evans is one of the most capable backups in the Canadian Football League. Um, this team should have been able to pick up where they left off. I think this was um, a game that leaves a lot of questions for BC. Um, but they're going to get their starter back, I guess, next week, Vernon Adams. So that's at least the bright side this morning for uh, Kevin and the other BC Lions fans. Um, John Kirby in Edmonton writes in on the EMJ marketing text line, and he says, Hey, Rod, why do you say Quebec City is going to get a CFL team before Halifax? Lots of people aren't loving that comment you made. Signed, John in Edmonton. Because I heard it from a couple of guys. 
I heard it from a couple of guys that Quebec City is going to get a CFL team before Halifax. That's all I can say. And as I've said many times, angering people is a gift of mine. I don't know. I was born with it. I haven't tried to hone it. It's just a natural thing. That's what I heard. And I said it on Ottawa radio yesterday afternoon, and apparently some people got their knickers in a knot. Brian in Bosa's Your Manitoba writes that he says, Rod, where's Kevin the medium taking you for lunch today? Should be somewhere expensive. And on the menu, Kevin should be ordering crow. LOL. <laughs> How about that? That got you laughing. He said, nice, solid win by the Bombers. That's from Brian in Bosa's Your Manitoba. We spent enough time on that game because tonight here in Calgary, McMahon Stadium, looks like a beautiful night for football. You know, this, there's a debate here that this could be Canada's game of the week. 6-0 and Toronto Argonauts against the 2-5 and Calgary Stampeders. Uh, I read the game notes. And who's screaming? Is somebody screaming in your house? Uh, I think there's uh, some action happening across the way. Okay. We'll try and keep the Un- volume down. Okay. Untie those kids, Moose. Um... 6-0 and Argos, 2-5 and Stampeders. Jake Mayer, how about this one? Calgary's quarterback is leading the CFL in passing. Not bad, but they're 2-5. and He's 9-10 and all-time as a starter. <clears throat> I'm no genius, but th- I know that's not great. That's not Bo Levi numbers. Um, he's been sacked the least of any, time, any quarterback in the CFL. It's literally, Darren, like the Stampeders have given Jake Mayer the keys to the Ferrari, and they said, go drive it, kid, and he's running into the freaking walls in the, in the, into the ditch. Jake, that's what I'm seeing, because this is a Calgary machine, right? And he ain't performing it. What are you laughing at? When you say that, Rod, my mind goes to the scene in Wolf of Wall Street when Leonardo DiCaprio scraping himself on the pavement to get to his Ferrari, and then he completely just hits every car on the way home. So that's, that's where my yeah. mind went when you said that. Yeah. But do you know what I'm saying? This guy should be better. I don't care that he's leading the league in passing. He's thrown some very untimely interceptions. This is a massive game tonight at McMahon State. And, the, and courtesy Century Downs, we had a very successful contest this week with our keyword, which were Flutie and Huff. These guys wrote in and had the correct answers. you got to follow Century Downs on Instagram. And we'll do it again throughout the month of August. But GM Cooley, at GM Cooley, and at Mathematician won tickets to the game tonight at McMahon Stadium. So that's my read on the game. Jake Mayer needs to be a lot better. I don't care that they're playing the 6-0 Toronto Argonauts. This is our house. They got a flipping sign in McMahon that says, this is our house, and they haven't won there yet this year. So it's time they start showing it. And that includes tonight at McMahon. Yeah, it does. And, the, you know, the Jake Mayer thing is interesting because we sit back here, um, you know, from 30,000 feet and say, you know, he's a great quarterback. He's, you know, pretty calm. He delivers the ball. He puts up yards. He seems like the logical successor to Bo Levi. But then when you peel back the curtain, and you talk about the, the numbers, the, the record, and you know being sacked the least amount of times and not a lot of excuses for, for why they're not winning games. At the end of the day, as a quarterback, you need to put up wins. Numbers are important, but you need to put up wins. And right now, the Calgary Stampeders just aren't doing that. A lot of intrigue for the game tonight. And by the way, I don't know whether to believe the forecast or not. I've been in Calgary enough to know that it's tricky. 60% chance of rain tonight. 
for the game at McMahon. But I know that that can... What are they saying, Calgary? If you don't like the weather, wait 15 minutes and it'll change. So uh, there's a couple of CFL notes there. We'll get into more with Jim Barker next segment. Our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com and a retailer near you. Point three, the New York Jets kicked off the Aaron Rodgers era with a loss in the Hall of Fame game last night to the Cleveland Browns, 21-16. It was a battle of the backups, as you know. As both teams rested their starters, Browns rookie quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson rallied Cleveland, which trailed 16-7 at halftime. I did see the nice uh, deep, was it a, no, a deep pass, like a 70-yard pass Zach Wilson connected on, the number two for the Jets. You guys watched that game, and if so, what was your... My takeaway was how clean the Jets looked in the all-white jerseys That's, and pants. That's about it. I'm like, it would be a shame for these to get dirty. That was my take. Other than that, wasn't much of a game. Yeah, no, it wasn't much of a game. That Zach Wilson pass, I caught the highlights and made my notifications. You know, we watched a little bit of that out of one corner of our eye. Um, we did see Chris Strebler come into the game. Um, I think he went one for six in the game, had a seven-yard rush. Um, just kind of a, a whole hum, lackluster kind of preseason game, and that's what we expected, right? I said yesterday it wouldn't really have my attention, and coming out of it, uh, it didn't do anything to earn my attention again next year. Uh, hmm. The Toronto Blue Jays, point four, look to find some success against an American League East foe when they visit the Boston Red Sox tonight. Toronto lost three of four to the Orioles this week, including a 6-1 loss Thursday. Jays 8-23 and 23 in their own division. Alec Manoa is scheduled to start for the Jays tonight as they visit Boston, and here's hoping that they... Uh, can gain some ground, win some games in the East. This Now we're looking wild card coming out of this week against Baltimore. They lost three of four, and that wasn't a good measuring stick. Uh, point five, Vancouver and Montreal will be hosting NBA preseason games in the ninth NBA Canada series. The league announced Thursday. Raptors will take on the Sacramento Kings in Vancouver, October 8th. Meanwhile, all-star guard Shea Gilgis-Alexander of Hamilton and Montreal native Lou Dort lead the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Detroit Pistons at Bell Center in Montreal October 12th. And bad news here, uh, Moose, for the people of Alberta, I think. Some will agree, some won't. Point six, Alberta's government pulled the plug on a possible 2030 Commonwealth Games bid on Thursday, citing financial risk. The province said the games were estimated to cost $2.68 billion. Alberta's 2030 bid committee called the move an unexpected decision as the group had yet to take its pitch even to the public. But that really sucks. Because there's a reason there's a stadium in Edmonton called Commonwealth Stadium. It got built because of the Commonwealth Games of the 1970s. And I think people in Calgary were kind of hoping, those that knew this was going to be a bid, maybe we'll get a football stadium out of it. And it ain't happening now. So those are the quick six show points. We do still have a couple minutes left here. So what's your weekend um, thing? CFL, NFL, something strange and interesting we haven't even thought of yet? Yeah, I wish. I wish I had something to throw at you. Like, uh, I mean, I will say, if you're giving me the plug, the opportunity, the tennis is starting right away in, in Toronto and Montreal, the, uh, um, what do they call it, the National Bank Open, the, the national tournament. So that's pretty exciting. But on the Commonwealth thing, you know, I, I hate that, that that's kind of a scary movement right now. Um, there's, a, there's a strong public uh, pressure to not host these events, the Commonwealth Games, even the Olympics mm. not coming back to Calgary or the conversations around Vancouver. Um, 
these are things that just because they don't impact you directly doesn't mean you don't benefit from it. I heard these things when, you know, I was in Regina around the new stadium. People said, I don't want the stadium. They voted down. I don't want my tax dollars to go to the stadium because it doesn't affect me. I just own a restaurant. I don't go to games. Well, because of that stadium, your restaurant's full, you know, nine times a year. Because of that stadium, your hotel's full. You know, just because it doesn't impact you because you don't go to the games or you don't go to the Olympics doesn't mean that you're not benefiting. And I think these things are really amazing for communities. They're lasting. And we have to think long term, not just what's right in front of our face. I like you saying that. That's a very forward-thinking, capitalist perspective of yours, Moose. You're learning. You're coming along. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hey, Jim Barker is coming in next. I will say there's a lot of football questions we'll be talking about week nine in the CFL. Interesting thing, a guy, you and I got to get to Vegas at some point. Maybe Super Bowl. Yes, But please. somebody was saying how the Golden, Golden Knights are the most popular pro sports franchise in Las Vegas. Uh, John Ohm, the reason I bring this up is uh, John Ohm writes in, and he says, Vegas will have all the sports teams soon, from nothing a few years ago to it all. We can maybe talk to, to Jim Barker about that, but why wouldn't Vegas be the, uh, the Golden Knights be the most popular team in town? The Raiders have been junk ever since they showed up from Oakland. Hello, coach. And, uh, yeah, the Golden Knights are champions. Yeah, people like to cheer on a winner. Okay, I see what, I see what you did there. We got a break and come back with Jim Barker, Matt DeBuck, two segments from now. It's the RP Show live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com. 19 plus, use your game sense. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino Racing tonight and Saturday. And we've got James Junquist, former driver, now announcer, coming up later on 
in hour two. And I'll tell you what, uh, we're, we chat CFL with Jim Barker every Friday. Maybe some other leagues, too, as we move into true football season. Here we got him from the CFL on TSN panel. By the way, Coach, if you don't, if I may be so bold and call you Coach, uh, what oh, I yeah. mentioned yesterday, your name, he, yeah, here in the casino, everybody's like, oh, Jim Barker, Jim Barker. I said, oh, yeah, he'll be on on Friday. So you had some good times in Calgary, Coach, if I'm not mistaken. I, I did. I had, a, you know, really seven great years. Um, started as the coach with Michael Federick and uh, went in thinking I was going to be able to, you know, replace Wally Buono with a guy who's owned a team so his kid could play quarterback. And uh, it was a rough year, but I hung around Calgary for some personal reasons. And uh, the next year, John Frazzani and Ted Hellard came to me, asked me if I could be a GM and I said, absolutely, I can do that. So I basically did nothing but, but was a GM for five years with the, well, when Huff got here, he wanted to be GM, so I moved to senior vice president. But I had spent the first three years with Tom, and then Huff came, and then I left in 2010 uh, to go to Toronto. So, yeah, I have, I, I have many, many friends in, in Calgary, and uh, it's one of my favorite places in Canada. Oh, it's awesome. Awesome. And it's an underrated CFL city. And I will talk about the Argos Stabs tonight in a second. But last night, the mauling in Winnipeg, the Blue Bomber beatdown, 50-14 to 14 over the Lions. I saw your assessment postgame on the panel. This was a statement. Uh, your thoughts, if you can break it down, what they did to BC last night. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. This was, you know, you have to remember, though, and put it in perspective that BC lost their backup quarterback and it really in the first half when Big Hill made that hit. Um, and BC's coming off of a short week and they had a week to prepare and had played the team they played. That's a huge advantage. So uh, good on good on uh, Winnipeg for coming out and answering the call, but they beat them in every way you can beat a team. And uh, we, uh, Paul LaPolice and I did a thing called the Coordinator Corner, and I talked a lot about in watching the film of the first game, whenever they lined up with a tight end or a, or a, um, a tight slots and things like that, uh, they they just BC gave big problems. So we were we were my my assignment was how would you attack them? Well, six of their seven touchdowns were scored with uh, with a tight end on the field. So. I think that Winnipeg has found something that teams are going to start to exploit on on this BC defense. Ryan Ryan Phillips has done a great job with them, but again, over time things start to catch up, and he's going to have to make some adjustments uh, to get them back on track. So, uh, I, th I thought it was a it was a crucial game for Winnipeg because if they lose a season series to them, that that puts them into I thought drop them into the the next class, and there's definitely. You know, I see three classes right now, the top three, the middle three or four you could call, and then Edmonton. And, and Calgary, Calgary doesn't win tonight. They could easily slip into that Edmonton group. And uh, it's a big, big game for Calgary, and I know that they will be ready to play. They're like that dog in the corner. And you come in as Toronto, and, uh, you know, you it, it's such a – it's just it's 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 like another game, even though all these coaches came from Calgary. But <laughs> the bottom line comes down, and I, I, we talked about it last night. 
uh, it comes down to Calgary's got to block that defensive front of Toronto. And I just don't know if they can do it. I don't know whether uh, their defensive front can hold up. You know, Cam Judge is a, a game-time decision. So this whole weekend has got really fascinating games. I mean, tomorrow we have Hamilton-Montreal in a huge game in the East. Two teams that one of them gonna, is going to assume the number two position. And then Sunday, the Saskatchewan game. This is a must-win for Saskatchewan. As much as there is a must-win, you play Ottawa at home, that's a huge, huge win, uh, game for them. Uh, if they if they were to, to lose to Ottawa at home, I think that drops them a level. Um, so, again, I think this is a huge one because they got beat pretty bad by Toronto. I love that I could just go for a sandwich. I'm like, hey, coach, <laughs> and away you go. I love it. You just segued all the games. I love it one into the next. It's awesome. However, you have up. We all are, dude. I am too. I love watching it. it, it but you've upset a, a Stamps fan, Janelle. She's, uh, she says, another class, excuse me? Two and five, sis? Could be two and six after tonight. They don't like that here. They're not used to it, Jim. What class excuse? I don't understand what a class excuse is. Well, you said, you know, I think you said three different classes. Oh, top yeah. class, middle class. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, they think they're in the top class. Yeah, I mean, you know, yes. they have Edmonton on Labor Day. Somebody has to win that. So, uh, again, I thought Calgary, Calgary's been bit by injuries. And, they, you know, it's, that, it's, an, you know, it's an excuse. But the bottom line is they're playing Bryce Bell at left tackle. And he hasn't done that. He's been a sixth man his whole career. Now he's playing left tackle. And tonight he's blocking uh, Flo Rimalade, who has seen him because he was in Calgary last year. And that's a tall order. And then when you put Oakman and Hendricks and Brinkman inside and, you know, you bring Brendan Barlow off the other edge. That's a it's a tall order for Calgary uh, for their offensive line to protect Jake Mayer. And Jake Mayer's really in his first year, just like Chad Kelly. They're very much in the same boat. So uh, again, I just look at how teams have played to this point, and Calgary has just turned the ball over too much and has not played solid enough to be considered in the upper tier of teams in the league. It's people don't like to hear the truth, Jim. Uh, I think you've realized that. Clay and Brandon says, I love Jim Barker on TSN and the RP show. So do we, Clay, but thank you for pointing that out. Uh, We all do. Um, John in Winnipeg, John Ohm, says it's a statement game for Mason Fine on Sunday. We need to talk about that for the Ryder fans tuned in, how big this is. How did you, have you seen him getting better, Coach? What did you see coming out of TD Atlantic? And Craig Dickinson, there was no second-guessing. He's, like, he's starting week nine against Ottawa. Yeah, and, and he should. I mean, they put two years. They invested two years into this guy. And you don't develop quarterbacks by having him come in the league like what Dustin Crum has done. And he's playing four weeks later, and he's learning that way. But that's not how you develop. They've developed this guy, and it's time for him to show whether he's good enough to, to take a team to a great cup. You don't, you know, again, having a backup quarterback that isn't good enough to take your team to the great cup is a waste. So they need to allow him to play. He's played against uh, Toronto. He wasn't horrible. I mean, again, the offensive line doesn't help him. 
and against that defensive front, he was taking some huge shots, but made some courageous throws and, and did some things. And I don't see him making the huge mistakes, but I also don't see him making the people around him better. And that's what a quarterback has to do. I see Chad Kelly, again, he's, he's, he's just learning. He's a, he's a brand new quarterback, but I see him making guys around him better. I think that the offensive line, they, I think they've given up like five sacks all year. And while they're good, uh, some of that is just him making him better. And, and I think that's what Mason Fine needs to do. I was so excited last week to watch him against Toronto and was a little disappointed that didn't come out a little bit better. But again, for them to just jump to Dolagala, I see, I see Dolagala, uh, you know, just as a, I, I don't know. I, I he's a big, strong. You know, he's he's a little like Taylor Cornelius. He's tall, six foot six guy. Who's the last six foot six quarterback you've seen that was successful in the CFL, Rod? Uh, never. Sorry, never. It's just not in my I time. I don't know why. I don't know. I haven't seen one over six four that's been real successful. So I, again, I see him as that guy who's strong armed, but he's inaccurate and. Uh, you know, that's that's just how I I think Mason Fine has a chance. We got four minutes and I'm this is burning on me. I need your take as an offensive guy on the switch in Edmonton. Stephen McAdoo out, Jarius Jackson in. And a quarterback change, too. How do you feel that's going to play out? Well, I mean, it can't play out. They got they have they had to do something. Uh, Steve McAdoo had a had a had a run at it and um how is it going to play out? I don't think there'll be a huge difference. Uh, Jarius, uh, it says he's been a coordinator. When he was with us in Toronto, he was never a coordinator. Um, so I don't know that he's done that, but he'll be a play caller, which will, you know, you'll see how he does. He's been a longtime quarterback. Uh, McAdoo, and they're actually moving him all the way over to defense so that there's no influence uh, from McAdoo on the offensive guys. I just, I think it's a really difficult situation that, the board put them in um, by not having enough options and, you know, with their whole situation with past uh, with past staffs and things like that. So they had to do something. Uh, the new quarterback, again, is, is that going to be the answer? Obviously, now they've made a decision on Taylor Cornelius, yet they gave him a contract last year that pays him hundred grand next year, regardless of what happens. So... Um, so he's gonna he's he'll get paid next year, but will he be there? It, it's hard it's hard to tell. So again, is it going to be Trey Ford? Is he going to be put in a situation? I believe their number one problem, and I've said it from the beginning, was their offensive line. I don't think they addressed it in the off season. I think they're just they're they're, they're poor up front. Um, you know that Cordy was was a good tackle in Ottawa. He's an okay center. Cordyla is just small and, and seems to get overhauled and Foucault has struggled inside and Garnett has been, you know, he's been hurt a lot. And uh, so I don't know. I just, I'm not sold on that offensive line. And when you don't have a good offensive line, it's so difficult to evaluate a quarterback. So uh, I don't know. I, I, hopefully they're using their week wisely and trying to come up with some way to, to not turn the ball over, allow their defense to play, you know, work on their special teams because 
Um, it's going to take whichever quarterback plays uh, time. And, uh, you know, yeah. good luck for Darius. Well, it's quite <laughs> absolutely pray for Jarius. But it's just interesting you brought up the board because I've been saying the same thing for weeks, and I just think fans give the community-owned team boards too free of a pass. They don't understand, A, it all kind of starts there for one. I don't think they'll ever understand that. And two, on the offensive line, it all starts there as well. Uh, I don't know. what yeah, Matt Joe Pascucci's watching. Matt DeBuck yeah, DeBuck, coach DeBuck's next. Yeah, next. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to... I'll ask him about it. He's, oh my gosh, coach. He, he, you know he's three-time, three-time state Florida high school champion coach. And he's on now as an analyst with you every Friday. Well, yeah, once a week anyways. And now the, now the football guys are on his ass saying, you're media now, coach. You're not a football guy anymore. Are you getting that? Are you getting that? No. No, not, not at all. I, I just, I'm, I'm excited to be able to give a different perspective. You know, I, I just think that my perspective is just different. That I mean, Milt is, he's brilliant. Uh, Matt Dunnigan, fantastic. David, those guys are all good. Lapo. But my yeah. perspective is different because I've been a GM and I've been a, a head coach. I've done, a, I've been an assistant coach. So I've seen the whole thing, you know, uh, from every angle. So I, and I love the fans of the CFL. So anytime I can, I can give them something that maybe is a little bit different. That's exciting for me. It really is. It's been missing on the panel since Bob Obelovich and probably E.T. Wow. All right, Jim, we got to run. We're late for a break. Keep it up, man. We'll be watching. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Rod. The aforementioned Coach DeBuck joins us from Fort Lauderdale when we return. It is a football Friday live from Century Downs, Racetrack and Casino. Ryan Ballantyne coming up here at Century Downs next hour, along with James Junquist from the Harness Racing Circuit. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. The RP Show continues live from Century Downs, Racetrack, and Casino. And it is a football Friday. we got a sports update coming up and audience takeover. But uh, we can't keep this guy waiting. I'm dying to get him on. Coach Matt DeBuck, Cardinal Gibbons High School. The most famous and, dare I say, the most successful high school football coach in the state of Florida. Don't argue with me, Matt, because it's what it is. How did it feel to have Coach Barker say, DeBuck, I coached DeBuck. you got to tell us about that. Uh the legendary Jim Barker, what a what a pleasure it was playing for him, and and we've had a great relationship for years, and we, we keep in touch. So, you know, and then I watched the the harness commercial. My dad had a bunch of harness horses at Blue Bonnets in in Montreal. So, uh, you know, a little bit of nostalgia here today uh, on the show, Rod. Yeah, well, hey, we all know you, Matt. They haven't forgot about you in your native country. Um, I'm gonna 
we can piggyback on what Coach Barker said, but I, I'm going to put the poll question to you because you watch all the games. <clears throat> By the way, he is the head coach at Cardinal Gibbons High School, 5A state champions three times over. Who's the best team in the CFL right now, given Winnipeg's beat down of the BC Lions last night, 50-14? to 14? You know, that's why you play the games, and it's it's probably last week, you know, Winnipeg wasn't there, and then what a performance last night. BC was really good, and then they just, you know, fall apart like they did last night. So I would probably put Winnipeg back in the top spot, but it's probably a neck and neck with Toronto. It'll, it'll be interesting uh, to see when Chad Kelly is really put to the test consistently and i think after the the defensive plays last night for for winnipeg you know those long ends that they have and and try to change his his platform when he's throwing it we'll we'll see how he does but it's one two either way i I don't think you could anybody's going to argue that but i love hey you just said that and people's eyebrows went here in the casino (laughs) quite a few whether it's a lions fan a stams fan an edmonton fan so we know what's nice is there's a debate, Matt. There's a debate. It's not slam dunk. That's kind of what you'd want, I think, as a league. You know, again, Winnipeg, you know, when I played there, we didn't have that new stadium they have, but they really have a renaissance in football there now. And, and Mike O'Shea, I was fortunate enough to play with Mike in, in Toronto, and I played with Zach Thomas at Texas Tech, arguably two of the best linebackers uh, that I've ever seen play the game. And then, you know, Zach's going into the Hall of Fame and and uh, Mike is going to be a Hall of Fame coach. I don't know if he's a Hall of Fame player yet, but probably will be. He was one of the best special teams player, uh, along with Wade Miller back in the day. So, um, you know, it, it's 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 good that people are talking about it. And, and I think, once again, the league, if it can somehow get out of its own way and market it, it'll just find a little bit better way to market it with – you know, the social media aspect of it. And I think, you know, the, the, the they're scratching the surface because the product's good. There's good coaches, good players. The age-old discussion, of course. But, hey, you mentioned you're an Argo. I think you got a soft spot for the Argos. We should talk about them. Coming into Calgary here tonight, it's their best start since 1935. And you, here's the thing, you played with Flutie. They won a great cup of Dunnigan. They got a rookie starter there in Chad Kelly. So is this smoke and mirrors, or are they that good? And are they just getting better? I think the head coach is the difference maker. I think he's made Chad Kelly not a rookie. You know, Chad Kelly's been around. He's been in NFL camps. He's not a rookie quarterback. Not like some of these mm. other guys that are that are coming into the league right now, fresh out of college. Chad Kelly is seasoned. He's he's had those downs, and, and he's been able to uh, – lock in and, and, and go with Dinwiddie. And Dinwiddie's, I think, probably ahead of the game when it comes to calling plays and the offense he runs. So I don't consider Chad Kelly a, a rookie. And I look at, like I said before, um, you know, the, the quarterback play around the league has just been, you know, up and down all year. Uh, but you still have guys like Caleros that are, you know, people might have written him off two weeks ago because, you know, he struggled a little bit. And last night, he, he was a magician out there. He was a surgeon. So, you know, I, I think when you play so many games and you have to play the same team so much, you know, it's like kissing your sister at times when, when you got to go in there and, and play these games. And, you know, it might not necessarily – it's hard to get up. You know, it's hard for our kids to get up. And, you know, when we play local teams, now we're going to play in St. Petersburg. We're going to play – 
team from Clearwater, Florida. You know, we're playing a team from North Carolina. It, 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 it's just coaching. You have to find a way to motivate your team each week. And, and I think Mike O'Shea has done a great job over the, the years that he's been a coach. But you're still fighting that lull at times. And I, I think, you know, Dave Dickinson's been in the same place. And now he's got a new group. And he's got to find a way to motivate that those guys. But I think it could be an upset tonight. I think Calgary could get it. I mean, if you were to look at it, I, I would not be surprised if Calgary won tonight. Would not be at all. I got to go back and look at what the point spread is there from our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. They've got the Argos favored by eight and a half. And I know you're not a betting guy, but I always like to see what the line is just to see what people are thinking. Um, we got to speed it up here. We got about three to four minutes. I just got to ask you, well, number one. The OC change in Edmonton. Stephen McAdoo out and Jarius Jackson in. And a quarterback change, too. What results do you think that'll bring? I, I think Coach Barker hit it the nail on the head. The offensive line's not very good. I don't, I don't know who, if anybody's going to call the plays, is going to make a major difference. You know, Jarius Jackson's going to call and run the same concepts that McAdoo was running. So whether they can get a boost by Trey Ford, I don't, I don't know. You know, he can run around a little bit more. He might be able to extend things a little bit longer, but uh, I don't see a mass improvement there. You know, football's football. McAdoo's been successful. Uh, the pieces around what McAdoo is trying to do, I, I think, hurt him. And that's no indictment on Chris Jones. Sometimes we just – players don't perform to the le- level of expectations that we're, we're hoping for. Uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, writes and He says, this is a very, very smart man you have on. Don't pump his head. We all know that about Coach DeBuck. We don't need to tell him. They want to know about Cardinals Gibbons Chiefs, though. Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs, tell us about them. You guys are rolling now. You got your team get-togethers. They want to follow your team, Coach. So what do they need to know about them? Uh, we, we started up this week. This is our, our first week of practice. We just wrapped up this morning. And uh, we play Cardinal Gibbons High School from North Carolina week one on August 25th. And uh, our quarterback's committed to North Carolina. We have a tight end committed to Georgia. My younger son, Trent, is a, is a sophomore, going to be a junior receiver. And I have another son, actually, that plays at University of South Florida. So football is kind of life for us down here. I, I've been doing football since I was 13 years old, never missed a season, whether coaching or playing. So I love it. Um, I hope to one day be up there in that league and maybe bring my uh, my talents up there, not as a player anymore, <laughs> but as a maybe as a coach one day when, when I can get my kids to college and, and uh, you know, go back to the CFL because I love it so much. Well, uh, I enjoy our chats. I can't wait to get back and attend the uh, Chiefs games. But for everybody, give them a follow on Twitter. They're at Football Gibbons on Twitter. Just search them on Instagram. They do a great job of their social media. Coach, enjoy the games. We'll be seeing you soon, but we'll uh, chat with you next week. Hey, great seeing you guys. I appreciate it. Have a a good uh, weekend, and uh, go Chiefs. Thanks, Coach. From Cardinal Gibbons High School in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, at one point last year, the 13th ranked team in all of America, high school football. There's something. We'll be back with a sports update and audience takeover. Chief Punk of the Stampeders Media, Ryan Ballantyne's here for hour two. And James Junquist will be with us as well from the harness racing scene. We're live from Century Downs, Racetrack and Casino on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live. And WQEE Radio, the key.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, we got a lot to cover in this segment and not a lot of time. The EMJ marketing text line uh, is humming. Brian's watching in Hudson Bay, the moose capital. And he says, I love Jim Barker. Could you ask him if he's still interested in being a GM? Uh, we'll have to ask him next week because he's gone. I just saw it now, but I don't think Bark's... I shouldn't speak for him. But I think he's enjoying the CFL on TSN panel thing, and I would be surprised if he wants to get back in the GM game. You can always write us 902-518-3033. The text line is brought to you by EMJ Marketing. Providing the right keynote speaker for your event, contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. Sports update, Toronto pitcher Alec Manoa gets the start today as the Blue Jays begin a three-game series in Boston. James Pacton, who hails from Ladner, British Columbia, will start on the mound for the Red Sox. The Jays hold the third and final wildcard spot in the American League with the Red Sox two games behind. Just so you know, Ryan Valentine, I didn't write this. Canadian press did. The struggling Calgary Stampeders host the Grey Cup champion Toronto Argonauts in tonight's Canadian Football League matchup. The Stamps have lost two straight and sit fourth in the Western Division at 2-5, and five, while the Argos are off to a perfect 6-0 and oh start. A case could be made, in my opinion, that this is Canada's game of the week. 7 p.m. tonight at McMahon Stadium. The knockout round begins Saturday at the Women's World Cup with two intriguing matchups. Uh, match Switzerland will face off against six-seeded Spain, while number 11 Japan will face number 12 Norway in Wellington. The Japanese have yet to concede a goal in this World Cup. I bet you didn't know that. And do we care now that Canada is out? That's a no from me, dog. The Alberta government has pulled the plug on a possible 2030 Commonwealth Games bid involving Calgary and Edmonton. The province cited financial risk and an estimated price tag of $2.68 billion. The decision comes after Hamilton's pursuit of the 2030 Games and a Victoria volunteer group's interest in the 2026 event also expired this year because of Ontario and B.C. government disinterest this sports update is brought to you by landmark cinemas in theaters now teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem <laughs> sounds like a portion of downtown calgary i'm sorry got <laughs> sir ryan i gotta get him in now downtown anywhere let's be honest right downtown anywhere we gotta get this cleaned up after years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic acts. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. In theaters now, Landmark Cinema's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Clark, did we... 
name a winner for the Landmark Cinemas contest for this week? Because if not, I'm anointing them right now. Okay, Jim Wagner in Balgoni, Sask. You're this week's winner. We'll be getting in touch with you. Landmark Cinemas gift certificates for uh, movie passes plus concession gift certificates. Courtesy our friends at Landmark Cinemas. What do we got here? Oh, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, LOL, sick burn, Rod. Hey, you seen downtown Winnipeg lately? Come on, it's a downtown thing. Beautiful. Uh, he goes on to say, Winnipeg has no such downtown issues, of course, with a smiling emoji. Uh, John writes in and says, question, why is Ryderville notorious for chasing away damn good quarterbacks? from the Rough Riders, i.e. Caleros and others. I don't know. You'd have to ask Cody Fajardo. Ask him and get back to me. And Ken Austin, too, for that matter. It's a long list. Ryan Valentine and James Junquist coming up after this brief pause on Game Plus and the Key.